0: My name is Minister Dr. Cynthia Marie Whitley, and I'm not your conventional minister. The name of this podcast is Be Aware. Be aware of your thoughts. Each week, we will review self-realization through storytelling. We will reflect on the theme as we become conscious and accept responsibility of how we create our life based on what we are conscious of. Or aware of. Abracadabra. Two folk etymologies are associated with the word abracadabra. Studies by Elsie Graham says that the Hebrew's meaning for abracadabra is, I will create as I speak, and the Aramaic meaning is, I create like the words. Today we will discuss the power of the word and my intention is to expound upon the message attributed to Isaiah. Isaiah 55, 10-11 reads as follows. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without water in the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Our word is not void either, and our words go out of our mouths and will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve, the purpose for which we send it. Keep this verse in mind as I deflect to speak about the words spoken by God in the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Verse 6 says, And God said, Let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. And it was so. Verse 9 says, And God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let dry ground appear. And it was so. Verse 11 says, Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation. And it was so. And God said, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night. And it was so. I'll skip down to verse 26 where it says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky. The major verse that supports the point of my intention is verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Could there be a higher honor? Let's examine the word imagination. Do you see or hear the word image in it? We are made in God's image. Did God use his imagination in creating the world? I ascertained that God created mankind with the ability to use his imagination just as he himself did. Remember, we are an individualized expression of God, so we get to create in that capacity. Consider creation in the beginning. Was there any physical evidence of light, a vault, dry ground, or vegetation, man, or womankind before he spoke? No. Listen to the definition of faith from most versions of the Bible. Now, God didn't hope as we do. He was the surety of all things. There was no doubt about the accomplishment and fulfillment. But for God individualized as us, the following applies. Hebrew 11.1 1 says, Faith is being sure of what we hope for. It is being certain of what we do not seek. It means before what we think, say, or desire manifests, we do not physically see the evidence of what we say. When we are believing in something before it exists, we first imagine it, we are seeing it before its physical form. When we exercise faith, we are sure or assured and certain that our vision will come to be just as God was certain of what he decreed. I repeat, we are using our imagination as we are hoping for something to manifest that we do not physically see. When we use our imagination, we are seeing with our mind's eye. I would like to wager that God saw everything that came to pass before it was evident to the physical senses. Now back to God's creation story. Never was the process of how anything God created it was explained in detail. No instructions were given or described in the creation story, which should give us reassurance that we don't have to worry about the details of the words we speak. God created as he spoke. We create as we speak. We create with our words. But we must expect and be aware so we are not limited in what we create. God was sure that what he said would come to pass. So let it be said. So let it be done. So it is with us. We speak a word and often declare a thing, sometimes believing wholeheartedly, whether positive or negative, that it will come to pass. We speak without being aware of the power of the spoken word. Feeling is the secret behind our words manifesting. The strongest feeling behind what we wish to manifest will win out as we speak or yearn from the heart. That is why we must watch what we say. It is written, man should not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Proverbs 18:21 says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. So let us be careful what we think and what we believe because even though we may have no idea how it manifests, it will. Willis Kenia says every idea that flows into your mind carries with it the power The way and the means of its own accomplishment and fulfillment. If we follow the example of the creation story, we will realize that we don't need to know how or the exact process of how the manifesting of our creation will take place. Just know that it will. We are to walk by faith and not by sight. Let's be certain with our declarations. We can infer that God's declarations were certain. So let it be said. So let it be done. There is no wavering. He didn't think he wanted to create the earth, which points to the certainty of his declaration. He knew his intentions without wavering. And what a gift that he made men, women in his image, to be powerful, individualized creators, like himself. With our words, we decree a thing. We may set out a plan, but oh, how easily our plans are disposed of. You know the saying, man proposes and God disposes. God didn't explain his process in the beginning, but we know he was assured that all the forms he imagined will come to pass. Let's be intentional with the words we speak. Abracadabra is not a spooky word. It means I will create as I speak. I create like the word. At first, it is no form and then it is. Let's learn from God. Let's follow whose image we are made in. When we're intentional, it often feels like a miracle when what we have spoken comes to pass. When we are not intentional with our words, we call it a disaster when what we have spoken comes to pass, even blaming God at times. So I'll end this by repeating what Willis Kinnear says. Every idea that flows into your mind carries with it the power, the ways, and the means of its own accomplishment and fulfillment. So remember, your words will not return void. Your words are more powerful than you imagine. Let's take our time as we become intentional about what we think and what we say so we can create the life of our dreams. Shalom and Amen. Shalom. Where my tribe at? Where my people at? I've been a storyteller all my life. I love telling stories, but I come now equipped with information, with self-help information from my study of more than 40 years. I have a lot to give and I want to give it to you. So listen to my stories on my podcast, on my YouTube channel, and in my books. Yes, in my books. Come to see where I'm coming from so that you can see how What I have to put forward can benefit you. How it can increase and have you increase in your life. Shalom.